Hey listeners, quick question. Are you tired of overpaying for your mobile plan? I've got the answer. Ting Mobile. Ting Mobile is all about flexibility and savings. You only pay for what you use, no crazy fees or overages. It's perfect for those who want control over their phone bill without s- sacrificing quality. Say goodbye to bloated phone bills. Go to stigmasandopenwounds.com slash ting. Ting Mobile. Mobile that makes sense. This episode is brought to you by McFleischman's Brewing Company, a family-owned and operated brewery. McFleischman's Stout Day program is exploring new ways to support local arts and area podcasts, as well as nationally known media outlets whose content and missions they support. This program culminates on Stout Day, March 26th, when the last of six Imperial Stout variants is released in the tap room. Come down to the brew house and see how McFleischman's Brewing Company has been respecting beer since 2017. So, Eric, we're on a beer. We are. I know. Can you believe that? No, I can't. It's kind of hard to believe. So, everyone, get down to McFleischman's downtown and grab yourself an Imperial Vanilla Stout, and you can see our logo on a beer right now, because I can guarantee by the time this is playing, we're going to have our own bottle looking us right in the face up here in our studio. It's going to be great. I agree. I'm very excited for it, as you can tell by the tone of my voice. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So everyone, welcome to another episode of Stigmas and Open Wounds. As always, I'm Tracy. And I'm Eric. So this week's episode is kind of a on-the-fly one that I decided to do. And I decided this when we were in Ecuador. And I realized it turns out as a bipolar person, I'm a little bit of a different kind of traveler. And yeah, sure, I do some of the the same kind of trips as some people do. And of course, some, some of our trips are a little bit different. But when I plan for the trip, when I get to the trip, I'm a little bit of a different person. And not everybody realizes this. Because I I mostly keep it inside. It's more of the internal worry uh, when we're going up a mountainside. I'm looking three steps ahead as to what I'm doing. Whereas most people are probably just trying to get up that side of the mountain. And I started to really think about this on the last trip. And sure, I've thought about this in the past in the sense of where I didn't like to plan a lot of vacations with people because of the fact that I never knew along that that trip where my moods were going to line up and I really didn't want to have to fake my happiness along the way. So these are things I struggle with while traveling uh, such as worrying a little bit too much. Uh, so like when we were in the van going from location to location. I was wondering, what are we going to do while we get there? Is it going to be raining? Am I going to be able to climb to the top of this volcano? Instead, I should have just been like, okay, let's just go along with it. This is going to be a little bit fun. And I might have been getting a little bit more overtired than the normal person. I 
I had to conserve my energy just a little bit more than the normal person. I also was perhaps a little bit more antisocial than the the normal person. And I could have possibly been taking some things for granted more than perhaps some of the other people were, were doing. So what I wanted to do was compile a checklist for traveling and perhaps for everyday life so that I wouldn't be taking any of these things for granted. And you could really put all these things into focus and and make your, your daily life, whether you're traveling or whether you're at home or at work, make your daily life just a little bit better and a little bit more focused. So for this, the first one is don't stress or worry. So sure. Easier said than done. Exactly. Well, and... And also, yeah, there are bits and pieces along the trip that, yeah, you do have to plan and you do have to not necessarily worry, but you have to think about is A, B, and C getting done so that I maybe arrive to my destination. But look, I was constantly worrying about, oh man, when we get there, is it going to be raining? Well, look, I had my rain jacket with me and when when I got there, sure, all I would have to do is take out my jacket. I didn't have to worry on the whole van ride there, which was maybe up to three hours. So these are just things that you have to really take in. And and I needed to, I got better near the end, but I think I needed to to really take in and breathe and say, come on, you're you're almost wrecking part of this trip by by not breathing and 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 stressing and worrying. And and don't get me wrong, it didn't necessarily wreck my trip but i hope not oh no oh goodness no it, it it didn't but there were there were moments where i was in my head and i had to tell myself can you get out of your head and look at what's around you because there's beauty around you and and again like i said this episode doesn't have to pertain just to traveling so whether you're in an office don't necessarily worry about the task that's ahead of you at every moment. Or if you're just at home, don't necessarily worry. Just take a second, relax, look out the window and say, okay, you know what? Maybe it's a beautiful day or maybe it's not a beautiful day. Just look and say, okay, look at this beautiful life that I've created for myself. And just look around and appreciate what you have at that moment. And don't always worry. And again, like Eric said, easier said than done because there are plenty moments in my life where it is easier said than done. And that's the same for anybody, yes. whether whether you suffer from anxiety or depression or anything like that. Yes. Everybody deals with this. And yes. Believe me, there's been plenty of times where I've been downstairs and I've heard Eric upstairs doing work and I've heard him sighing and I thought, I'm just going to stay away from that for a little moment. So another one on my list that I have kind of goes hand in hand and it just says, take time to enjoy yourself and just breathe. So again, I kind of went over this, but just again, really enjoy the moments that you have in life. So whether it is on vacation, so definitely if it's on vacation, you're not going to have these moments all the time. So really take a mental video, mental pictures, and just enjoy what you have in front of you. And again, you don't have to be on vacation to do this. So a random Saturday, a random Monday. Just take time to enjoy 
what you've built for yourself. Just breathe. So two o'clock, just breathe. Enjoy the fact that you've hit two o'clock. It's a great time of day. Just look at the sun or the snow and just breathe because that's really what it's about. Look at what, what happiness you do have in your life and or what happiness you know you're going to have because spring is around the corner. And just breathe. And here's one that I really, really cannot overstress is take time for yourself. So whether it's 10 minutes, whether it's half a day, a whole day, make sure you take time for yourself. So when I used to work in a public setting, I was really good at taking time for myself in a bathroom. I really did this, I would say, pretty much at every job that I had, if I didn't have a private office or something. So that is definitely something that I recommend if you work in a public place. Just go off in a bathroom somewhere and do that. Now, in terms of a vacation, so even if you're just traveling with, say, a loved one, a spouse, it's still good just to have a little bit of time for yourself. I mean, Eric and I constantly talk about how, yes, we live in a house together and we love each other and all that, but it's so great when he goes and does his thing and and I go do my thing and we do the same on vacation. And now on this last vacation, there was this really great moment where we were getting to know some people on our, our travel bunch for a couple of days and uh, we were going to go on a hike all together, but the rain was just pouring down. And I thought, I'm just going to get way too cold and way too crabby to do this. And so I went back with another girl and we lit up our our wood stoves and the room got nice and toasty. I got out my pajama pants and I got out Eric's pajama pants because I knew he was going to want them when he came back. And I had the afternoon in my room and... I just edited podcasts and I thought that was exactly what I needed at that moment because I had just too much people time and the warmth of the fire just it was great it was it was exactly what I needed at that moment to recharge and have more more people time and I think that's incredibly important because otherwise you start to cheat yourself and you start to cheat other people and I think this is a good example of Something, if you want to flip it around to the other side, where if you're the spouse of somebody that struggles with things like this, and and this isn't necessarily just, again, goes back to if somebody is suffering from anxiety, depression, or anything like that, but, but me and Tracy have very different, I mean, similar but different ways, things, expectations of traveling, and... Uh-huh. And you can do two two things when you're, and this again, this doesn't have to just be traveling, but look at the way your significant other views what you're doing at that moment, whether it be traveling or anything else, and and realize that there's a give and take there. You know, like right. may, maybe I want to be constantly hiking or going someplace while I'm in a foreign country, but Tracy gets burnt out. So you have to find right. that medium ground where... She gives a little and either lets me go do the hike without her or just pushes a little bit further on the hike so that I get what I want. Whereas, And I also have to give her a little where there's a point in time where we have to stop and just take a break from the 
day-to-day traveling things. And, and I think it's important for everybody to evaluate the person you're with in any situation and say, if you're constantly fighting about something, take a look at it and say, what's, what's causing that fight? And, right. and what can I do to make that fight not escalate? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and I think we've come to a really good common ground too because and I think this was really one of the first times I've ever stayed back. I just did it because somebody else did and I thought, why am I not staying back? Um, But I think we've come to a really good common ground because even you've been able to see this side of, I like these down days where we just kind of nonchalantly explore the Sadie too. And that's, that's where I've come from where it's not like where we have to always be go 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 where I just sometimes like to just chill so I think that's where it's kind of fun where you get the double side but then like you said be be mindful of what your partner is doing and what your partner is trying to tell you too so so then also I do have on my list here is is don't get your overtired and that that goes right along with the whole take time for yourself so because I did take time for myself, I didn't get overtired at that point. So just be mindful of that. Had I done that at that point, then maybe the next day or that night, I would have gotten overtired. And that's why I do sometimes as I'm traveling or just in my day-to-day life, schedule down days. Really, in my day-to-day life, I schedule multiple down days in between events just because I personally like it. And I need, like, I need my sleep. I need my down days because I cannot function with having too much in between. Mm-hmm. So you just need to know what your limits are in terms of how much you can do back to back to back. So that's just something that you need to to test and know. And and then, so this is a very important one. Again, for trips and and very much for everyday life is don't be afraid to say no, but then don't be afraid to be open to new experiences too. And this one was a, a very big one for me on this trip and, and Eric as well is really, I didn't say no to a lot of things. I mean, I guess I, I kind of did, but really we were very open to a new experience on this trip. We don't usually meet a lot of people, I guess, and hang out with them. But on our first leg of the trip, we stayed with people or the same group of people, I guess, kind of, for a couple days. And that was very new to us because we're so introverted. So that was really fun. And that's where I'm saying be open to new experiences that you might not generally do because now we met some friends that, hey, we might be able to keep in touch with because we we really enjoyed their company. But then again, if if we wouldn't have felt comfortable with them, then yeah, maybe we would have said, no, no, we won't hang out with you tonight. <laughs> so again, that's where the whole, you know, if you don't feel comfortable, definitely say no. Had we gone on a certain trip and not felt comfortable, like when I decided that I didn't want to go on that hike and I thought, you know, it's too rainy out today, say no. So that's where you can say, you know what? I am not going to see anything today. It's too rainy. I'm going to say no. If something about your job doesn't feel right, say no. If Just anything. If something doesn't feel right, say no. But again, if you're curious about it, if, if something actually sounds 
kind of cool about it and not illegal, then then give it a try. Just definitely be open. But if, if you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach, then yeah, say no. It's It's all about you. I guess really the last thing I have on my list here, this one I, I wrote as, as we were leaving, I said you, you see things differently as you're leaving. Because ma'am, we spent a lot more time in, in the main city, which was Quito. And I loved it, but I'm not a big city girl. But as we were heading to the airport, I thought, man, I'm going to miss this place. And granted, I thought I'm going to miss the entire country of Ecuador. I also thought I'm also going to miss Quito itself. But I think saying that, it means that really take hold of what you have now and think, if you left tomorrow, are you going to miss what you have? So if I left this house tomorrow, am I going to miss this? If I left this town tomorrow, are you going to miss this? So just really take hold and think, wow, you know, maybe I do have a really good life. And just look at it through those eyes. Because at the time that we were leaving, as much as I was enjoying it there, I was I was getting ready. I was I was getting ready to go. I had missed my cats. I was getting ready to have my quiet neighborhood and and uh, my bed. But but then suddenly I had this this tug of wanting to stay again. So you just really need to put things into perspective at that. So I don't know if you have anything to to add to that list, Eric. Well, I guess I would probably echo that what you just said is that I think when you when you can be someplace that is really exciting to be at and then but then still and know you have to leave it but then still be looking forward to the place you're going right that's a really good thing to have and that's what I think everybody and I think I think a lot of people if you suffer from the fact that if you go on a vacation let's say and you get to the end of the vacation and you dread the uh the thought of going back home then you might have to you might want to reevaluate your at home situation and figure out what the problem is because you know you should have something you want to go back home to right and if you don't i think i think there's definitely some thinking you have to do on okay why do i not want to go back home right i mean and obviously correct that issue for right Be- because I'm the same way as you is when when we come to an end of a trip, like uh, reflecting back on that same ride to the airport, looking yep. out the window and thinking, my God, this is the most, I mean, we're just driving to the airport and it was like yeah. the most incredible views I'd ever seen in my life. And and to to be able to look at that and be like, oh God, I'm leaving this. But, but still have something to look forward to yeah. by leaving it. That's a really healthy thing. And that's what I think it everybody is. should strive for. Right. So. Right. And, and I, can always, I, can, I can understand if obviously it's, it's hard to end a, a vacation, obviously. But I think everybody should strive for at least one or two reasons why they're thinking, okay, I'm ready to go home. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think that's one of those things where people should be thinking, okay, if I'm not, what is it? And there should be one or two things that hopefully pop out that you might be be thinking about. And another thing you mentioned was, you know, taking time to look around and enjoy things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think 
whether you're traveling or not, I think a first start to getting to the point where you're going to miss things that, you know, both at home and if you're traveling is to really make sure that you're sitting there and enjoying the things that I think a lot of people probably in their day-to-day hustle at home forget about all the good things that are at home. Oh, definitely. And, and I think it's really important that take a second every time, look around your house and be like, you know, this is my home. I built this, yeah. you know, like, and just really take it for what it is because it's true. It, it's you and it's a great thing. And if you hate it that much, then you probably should change it. Right. It's, so. it's true. It's true. Yeah. I mean, cause whether, whether you physically built it, whether you rent it, the point is you made it your space and that's great. Nobody can take that away from you. And that's, that's a really cool thing. And, and you have to look around and say, this is mine. And I think that's, that's really cool. Like you said. And, and I think your list, yeah, you derive the list from traveling, but I don't really think that it's a list for traveling. I think it's a list that you should be doing for your day-to-day life. And, and And that's the funny thing as I was, I was making it as I was traveling. And then I realized that this isn't even just a traveling list. Like I am, I think all of these are hypersensitive and hyper aware when I travel and, but it's not even just for traveling. And I think like when I travel, most women, sure, they know if they're carrying a purse where their purse is. Well, I'm always touching my purse in some way, shape or form. And I know where my phone is. I know, I know where everything is. And so I am, I am definitely more hyper aware of, of everything in terms of that. So when I say don't worry, it's because I worry 10 times more than everyone else. When I say take time for yourself, it's because I need 10 times more time for myself. And when, yes, it's vacation, but it's a mental, you know, conundrum for me too, because I'm thinking, depending on what kind of vacation it is, it's planning and all this stuff that my brain has to work around. So, so yeah, it's, it is definitely something that everybody can do every day. It's just something that I need to be even more mindful of when I go on certain kinds of vacations. So it was just kind of an interesting thing that came about as I was thinking on one of our many transports to a different area (laughs) in Ecuador. So, and I do have to give one more shout out too. So when we are overseas, it is very hard for us to find different shows to watch. So because for some reason, certain shows on different streaming networks don't like to stream. So we were looking for different new shows and Amazon Prime happens to have this fantastic show and it is about three autistic people in their 20s and they're sharing a an apartment and they have a therapist there and it is fictional but it is done incredibly well and I encourage everybody to go out and watch it. It is called As We See It and I just wanted to to point this out because it's just we haven't talked about autism yet but I do want to get into that hopefully eventually because it is one of those mental illnesses that people do have thoughts about really and they see people they don't really 
They don't realize they have something and then they judge them. So, and sometimes when we were watching this show, I thought that is, those are things that I do. And it's really interesting to see how close the lines are, really. So I just encourage everybody to watch it because I just think it's a, a really well done show, I know. Eric and I binged it so quick. It is a very powerful show and it, 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 it very much mirrors what we're trying to accomplish with this podcast where, Mm -hmm. you know, by people hearing and seeing, I guess from this podcast, hearing from, from the TV show, seeing what people with these conditions go through. Right. Um, it really opens your eyes to understanding like, Maybe you might see a person on the spectrum and be like, oh, my God, what what's wrong with that person? Blah, blah, blah. Like, how could they do that, say that or whatever? But then when you really went, the show does a beautiful job of mm-hmm. captivating their personalities and and how you just see them as they're great people, but just have little quirks to them. Yeah. You know, no different than you and I have little quirks to each other. Yeah. So the other thing I would say, just because I, I, I think the technical right way to say it, I don't know that they're really autistic. Yeah. Uh, they're I think on the they're spectrum on the... in some way. Yeah, technically. So I don't know when you are on the spectrum and when you become autistic, we're not qualified to make yeah, that judgment. So, so we'll just, I think we should clarify that they're on the spectrum. But yeah, yeah. it is an amazing show and it was, it was very eye opening. Yeah. And, and, very cool and it was just neat to see because when you started talking about doing this podcast mm-hmm. this is exactly what I take they didn't say this was the envision of the show right but as you can as as we see it it right is yep. the name of it as you can tell by just by that title they're trying to show you how these people see the world and and that's yeah. exactly one of the reasons that we started this podcast too mm-hmm. so yeah, it's a great show. I definitely think you should watch that. So, so yeah, do you have anything else that you would like to add to this, Eric? I don't think so. All this right. Is... So then we will be back in two weeks, everybody. And as always, if you would like to hit us up, our Gmail is stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com. And you can always find us on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Tracy. And I'm Eric. 